Welcome to uh, another episode of the Venari podcast. And as part of our health tech CEO series, I wanted to introduce the CEO and co-founder of RX Lightning. Welcome to the podcast, Julia. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I know that we kind of, you know, we met and kind of discussed a few things really. And I was, you know, really intrigued about, you know, your background in particular and wanted to, I suppose, really hone down on this question is that how did you end up founding a health tech company? You know, was this always a dream of yours or was it more of an accident? Yeah, uh, it was definitely an accident. I never thought in a million years that I'd set out and start a company. Um, I'm pretty risk adverse, which is probably not something you hear from most founders uh, because it's a pretty risky business. But I think that over the course of my career, I was in health healthcare and then health technology and innovation. And it was very much just a natural path of my career progression from going from large corporate uh, pharmaceutical company to smaller and smaller organizations, um, having some personal experiences right in the space of what Arcs Lightning does and the perfect kind of combination where it's like, well, I really have, have had a career that has created an opportunity that I know the market and I know the problem and I believe I have an approach that would be really life-changing for the industry and I had great people around me that I was like okay well I'll just try this and if I completely fail at it I'll go back to having a corporate gig luckily three years later uh, we haven't necessarily failed and things fell into place very quickly for us um, and the, the companies here. Now I look back and I'm like, I realized I was probably always an entrepreneur instead of an entrepreneur. And it, I was just had the safety net of like larger companies. And luckily I uh, have had great people around me that has supported me to make the leap and be confident. So maybe talk us through a little bit about, you know, what RX Lightning does. Yeah. So Arcs Lightning was really uh, created to solve the problem of getting patients on their high cost specialty meds. So think cancer meds, it could be rare diseases, it could be even um, severe dermatology, GI type of issues. So there's a ton of different specialty meds that traditionally are very high cost. And because of the cost and the complexities of them, there's a ton of uh, processes that the doctors and the patients have to jump through to gain access to the medication, as well as to be able to determine if they could afford it. Mm -hmm. And traditionally, all of these processes are done with paper and a lot of phone calls and a lot of back and forth. And as a result, patients are very disconnected to from the time they're said, hey, you need this medicine to treat this disease to actually being able to start and get it in an affordable way. So Arcs Lightning is a technology solution that has taken all those processes and made them digital. And then we connect the doctor, the patient, and then other stakeholders that work to support the patient that are either from a specialty pharmacy or a drug manufacturer together. So there's true visibility across that process. So if you think about it, like we all know in the US when we order a pizza, depending on where you're ordering the pizza, you could actually know where it is in the process of being delivered. Well, with these high cost medications, when it's life or death, you really, as a patient and even a provider, you don't know where you're at in the process. So you're lost in a very uh, tough time of your life potentially. 
Mm-hmm. So Arcs Lightning has created that medication tracker along with alleviating all the paper burden that traditionally mm-hmm. happens. So as a result, we're seeing patients that used to, it used to take a couple of weeks or months to get on therapy. We're seeing them get on therapy within days. Um, and it's just very efficient for providers and um, patients really want the information because it's something that is not just like, oh, I'm sick and it's that doesn't matter necessarily. It is traditionally something that um, could um, impact the patient's life or just quality of life. So, I mean, obviously when you founded RX Lightning, it was pretty turbulent times really, wasn't it? What was it like? I mean, you started literally almost immediately or just before COVID, didn't you? Yeah. So we incorporated the business in January of 2020. And when my co-founder and I made the decisions to quit our full-time jobs, we had no capital raise. We were going to self-fund. We both were doing some consulting on the side. Literally, like within days of that decision, the world shut down from COVID. So we we take such like for me, I was I'm not risk risky. And then the world shuts down and I'm like, oh wow. Like I just made a pretty big life change and now there's the world and like just chaos and it's like how long is this gonna happen um for me I think it was kind of a blessing in a way because we were able to really sit back and focus on the problem and building our product and a lot of uh, other organizations that were potentially touching the space at the time got distracted with solutions with COVID and that opportunity that the world um, kind of needed to solve. So we were really able to build during COVID. And then the other personal aspect of it, I have children, they're young, they they were being homeschooled, like life changed for everyone in those moments. So there was a lot of nice flexibilities with also not having a corporate job at that time where I was able to set my own schedule and do what I needed to do for my family, but also be able to work on the business simultaneously. And COVID really helped accelerate, I think, the need even more for our technology. Because if you think about it, patients, when they did start getting treated, now this paperwork process where you need the doctor and the patient to sign things, and they're not able to just readily go into the office because of the COVID parameters that are are being set. Um, it really created a opportunity for a digital solution to come automate these processes, and I think that helped with some of our rapid uh, user growth that we've experienced um, as a result. So I know that you know when we chatted in the past that you know there's been a couple of times when you suffered with imposter syndrome. What do you think your biggest strength is as a CEO? I think for me, the deep product knowledge and industry knowledge I have and being able to really look at the market and understand the problems and then know how to design a solution around that and then articulate and communicate that to not only my team, but our customers as well as investors is probably my biggest strength. Um, I think there's a lot of things that I brought from my prior career that have allowed me to take that and like own it. I think that starting a company, you don't know what you don't know. And there's so many things that you don't think about that you need to do um, early on. And you don't have resources or capital to go to other people to do it. You have just got to figure it out. And um, that's where the imposter syndrome comes in because it's like, well, I don't know how to incorporate a company, but I got to 
figure it out. Like I know I can make a call to an attorney, but then it's like the decisions around like what type of company do you choose to create even like some of the most simple decisions that founders have to make early on are, um, are what has led me to feel like I'm just faking it until I figure it out. And I think as the company grows, like that still evolves because there's always something I'm, I'm always doing something I've never done before Mm. at every phase of our growth. So uh, it's a constant learning experience uh, for me. I suppose on that, you know, what, or do you have any advice particularly for, you know, any future, you know, health tech founders basically? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is it's normal. I think Mm. that the founders and different entrepreneurs that I've been mentored by and formed relationships with, like one of the key things that I keep hearing is this is normal. Like the, the role is very lonely. The there's always something that you don't know, but being able to surround yourself with people to help make those decisions and educate you and being able to acknowledge that it's okay that you don't know. It's just, you got to be resourceful and gritty to find people that could help you figure it out. And then once you have the information, you can make decisions and just trust like the gut decision that you're making, because there's almost no decision you can make that is going to set you back too much that you can't recover from. So it's okay to just go for it, surround yourself with people and then trust whatever decision you make. No, Brie, no, thanks so much. And obviously, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure to to have you here and to kind of delve and find out a bit more obviously about, you know, your company and, and, you know, I do wish you all the success and, you know, thanks once again, Julia. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was great spending some time with you today. 